Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Paul Lesnick Behind the Curtain. Well, all you have to do is listen to a few seconds of that music, and you know exactly what you're listening to. Yes, the incredible show Jersey Boys, based on the life of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, is coming back to Chicago, playing May 3rd through the 8th at the Cadillac Palace Theater. It has come to town from time to time, and for good reason, because people love to see it over and over again. Joining me now is the actor who plays Frankie Valli, John Hacker is with me. John, thanks for being with me. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. We're uh, super excited to come back to Chicago with Jersey Boys for sure. It's a great time. Of course, you're not new to the cast because you actually, am I right, you were part of the closing cast on Broadway when the show closed and then you, you moved uh, on with the production from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I started with the show in 2016, actually right before the show closed. My first Frankie Valley was Dominic Scaglione, who actually uh, played there. I think he was one of the first Frankies in Chicago, actually, which is uh, pretty cool. But yeah, so I started with the show on Broadway and moved to when they when they moved the show uh, from Broadway off Broadway. And they asked me to come play Frankie on tour. And here I am bringing Jersey Boys across the country. <laughs> yeah. I got to ask you, what is it about you know, this? the magic of this music uh, that just keeps it going? People don't get tired of it. Um, we love hearing the story over and over again. What do you think it is uh, about Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons that just keeps people enthralled through the decades? You know, the music, I think, brings everyone back to that certain time in their life, and, and it brings so much nostalgia out in people. But also, I think people pass that nostalgia on to their their kids and their grandkids. And that's why, because these relationships in this show, they're timeless. Like you have that friend who you, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, fight with and you come back to them and you have that marriage. Uh, like, you know, it's the relationships in the show are, I think, uh, amazing and people all, always relate to it. So I think it's a mix of that nostalgia mixed with the great writing of Marshall Brickman and Rick Ellis to bring these relationships to life and really, show these guys in a great light and it's uh yeah that i think people just love it <laughs> you, you mentioned that you were um uh that dominic was your first frankie valley so you were and i know you played joey in the show but were you in the past were you playing one of the other main four besides frankie uh no actually no so i started the show and i was the understudy for frankie valley and i played joe pesci in the show so that was that was my first go at it, go at it. and I, I was understudying dominic at the time and i got the go on a couple of times when he when he was had a vacation or something so it was pretty pretty great yeah well when you were able to like catch his hand in a doorway so he couldn't go on that night or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right exactly you know those well, I mean, little understudy tricks we know all about those so <laughs> and, and let me ask you though everybody just in the early days when jersey boys first came through i love talking to everybody about you know meeting frankie valley and did they and whatever and they, they talked about how, what a critical part he played in all of it so let's we fast forward now a few years as you come into the show so what about frankie valley was he there was he part of signing off on your casting Oh, yeah. I mean, Frankie always has a hand in the casting. I mean, that's what's so amazing and so uh, great about him and Bob Gaudio both. They both still have a hand, and they want to see the guys who, because, you know, we we don't take that lightly. We don't take this responsibility lightly playing these guys, I mean, who are still alive and still out there doing it. So I think they want to see these guys that, you know, pay them pay them justice, you know. So I, they absolutely sign off on us and... They, they, they still have a hand in it. They're, they're a wonderful, wonderful part of the show still. 
you know, when, when, when I look at your career, you've been in Newsies and Les Mis, Next to Normal, so you, you've had your share of creating characters on stage, which are, you know, fictional, perhaps, and or maybe based on somebody in the past, um, but this is different, because this isn't, you know, this isn't like a, a play where we're, you know, doing a historical figure, but they're gone. I mean, Frankie Valli literally could be in the audience any night you take the stage, including here in Chicago. So what, what kind of pressure does that create, knowing not only that you have to create this person, this live person that everybody's very familiar with, Absolutely. but he's still around to say, and let me give you a few tips, John. <laughs> Absolutely. No, like I said, I mean, it is, it is daunting. You know, you know, when I first uh, joined the show, it was a daunting task really, but you know, you know, watching his things and watching the way he performs, I, I love it. And I love trying to get every detail of the way he performs and the way he sounds and his music. And that's what I think is my responsibility. And that's the responsibility that I take the stage every night. I want to, I want to make sure everyone sees Frankie Valley on stage. I don't want them to see John Hacker. You know, I want them to see Frankie. And I think, I think Frankie would come to the show and I think he'd be, he'd be, he'd say, okay, that's, that's, that's what I want, you know, cause he cultivates that and he signs off on it. So I think, but yeah, it's it's something that I love doing, and I I, I mean I, I love stepping in his shoes every night. It's it, going through his story. It's it's um, it's amazing. It really is. He's he's had a great life. But uh, were, you a fan, <laughs> were you a fan of the of the Four Seasons growing up? I mean, did you know their music, or is it something that you know because you're, you're younger than me? So I, I grew up with this stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, when did you become familiar with it? Well, I, I get that question a lot actually, and I I attest that to my parents because my parents raised me on that this kind of music, like. The Motown, Frankie Valley, Four Seasons, the Beach Boys, the Beatles. So I was growing up. I was a huge fan. I always wanted to sound like Brian Wilson and Frankie Valley. I always, when I was just a kid singer, singing rock and roll music, I wanted to sound like that. So I've tried to emulate his sound for a long time. And it, you know, when when I found out, you know, and I wanted to be an actor. So when I found out, you know, there's a show that combines both. I was, you know, over the floor. It's been a dream role of mine for such a long time. So it's. Yeah, I grew up on this music, and it's really special. I mean, my parents, one of their songs, you know, they would dance during their wedding was Can't Take My Eyes Off You. So it's, it's, it has a special place, you know, in my heart, for sure. From Sherry, Walk Like a Man, Big Girls Don't Cry, uh, you get that amazing Can't Take My Eyes Off of You moment, and oh, what a night. Just, what do you get from you? You know, you're traveling the country doing this, and, and um, you know, what, what sense do you get? I mean, obviously, the audience is waiting for certain songs. We want to hear many of the ones I just said, and we wait for those yeah. harmonies and those notes, and we get them. Do audiences go crazy every night, and do, do you even care anymore, or do you go, here we go again, yes, it's Sherry, you'll get over it, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, to, to answer your first question, yes. I mean, they still go crazy, which is a testament to their music and this show. I mean, it's been around since 2006, and the fact that we still, you know, come into places like Denver and they go crazy after you, after you sing Sherry, I mean, and, and Can't Take My Eyes Off is another one of those moments. But, uh, you know, I think that that's what people come to do, and that's what they, they, they really love about this show. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah. It's a blessing to be back on the road doing this. It's great. Well, we had the first the first team came through in the first Jersey Boys. We we actually did something. We did my show with them, but we did it live on stage uh, for a show I do called Backstage. And and they taught me that dance that I don't know if there's a name for it. And maybe I shouldn't call it a dance. It's sort of the steps that little step up and down thing you have to do with your legs. It's a very it's a very four seasons thing. You know what I'm talking about? Right? Oh, yeah, the, the 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 walk. Yeah, the, the, we call it the walk like a man step. I think we're oh, there going you go. The, 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 the walk like. You know, that is, that is yeah. actually a lot harder than it looks. I mean, maybe I'm stupid, but, I mean, they did teach it to me, <laughs> Drew Galing and some of the folks who were in that cast. But, man, I was a tough learner. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, but that that choreography, you know, that people say that all the time. It's the choreography. It looks easy to do, but really, it's not easy to do. That's Sergio Trujillo. That's his choreography, man. He makes it look cool, and he he fits it to to fit these guys to make them look strong and awesome. Yeah, now that step is it's not as easy as it looks, but it's, yeah, it's iconic and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I think, think he did it great. Exactly right. <laughs> you know, when you when you met Frankie, uh, you know, did you obviously it was a chance that you know, yes, he's testing you out and stuff. But but because you grew up the way you did with your parents, did did you have any questions for him? You'd say, Mr. Valley, I just I, well, first of all, I don't know if you call him Frankie or Mr. Valley. I don't know. You can let me know. Which was Mr. Valley? It's Mr. Valley, really. I mean, I, that's what I try to call. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not coming up and be like, "Hey, Frankie," but <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, when I met Frankie, I mean, it. I was honestly, to be honest with you, I was so nervous, to, and I didn't even have the nerve to really ask him those questions. He was. He came up, and he, you know, he just asks us how how the show's going and how rehearsals, and if, if you, you know, we're like in New York, you know, or, or, he'll, he'll honestly just make small talk, and it's and his presence enough is to make everyone just kind of be like, "Okay, this guy is." He's seen some stuff, so you know we, it was it was just nerves, honestly, when the first time I met him. So, well, as you learned about his life and you go through it, I mean, listen for people who haven't seen the show, I'm not going to ruin anything, but you know he has some tragic moments in his life. This is not the easiest. It's not like he wakes up one day and he becomes Frankie Valley. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what I was saying before. You know, he's had a great life, but it's it's been a hard life. You know, but all of these guys they've they've been through some tragic events. I mean, deaths and. Uh, you know, divorces and um, over and over, and you know, it's it's a heavy it's a heavy toll to take on a person. And yeah, that's that's what I that's what I mean by like his wife was great, but also hard at the same time. You know. Now, have you appeared in Chicago before? Not in the show, obviously, but have you have you performed here? Yes, actually, when you, you mentioned Newsies, I came through with Newsies in Chicago uh, around 2014. Yeah, so we we were performing there. Yeah. So you understand the sophistication and the quality, and I'm really not kidding about this, but of the Chicago audience. I mean, every everybody, you know, when I do my backstage show or whatever, every director, everybody, you know, we just had uh, um, uh, Paradise Square came here before it went to Broadway. And, um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Moulin Rouge starting its national tour here. I mean, producers will tell me uh, that they always want to come to Chicago because, it's, unlike New York and everybody loves New York, but you have tourists, you have a very different flavor here, Chicago audiences get theater did you find that to be the case in newsies and i imagine you're looking for that again here during jersey boys we know our stuff oh absolutely i mean you you hit the nail on the head like exactly what you said i mean chicago audiences they i mean it's such a i think of chicago being as one of the main theater towns i mean just up there with new york you know just because i know a bunch of people that i've graduated with that went straight to the chicago theater scene and i think it's true and, that, and there's a and the testament is why all these broadway shows go and try out these shows there and yeah, the audiences—they—they're uh, they, really smart and they, and they get it. And I think that's that's a—it's a great test for you know any show to come in there. They, and I think our show you know stands the test of time. And I think people are just going to still just love it to death, honestly. And where are you coming to Chicago from? A lot of shows have been in Minneapolis, and then they come here. Is that where you are? Um, actually, right now we are doing a little tour of like Ohio, and uh, we're doing going down in Durham, North Carolina this weekend. We come from North Carolina to Chicago, actually, so we're making a, quite the jump. But uh, we're excited to be there. We'll, yeah, we'll be there for a week. So, and how you, do you spend a lot of time socializing, whatever, with with the other, you know, for, I don't know, they're called Jersey Boys or Four Seasons, but <laughs> but you know, you, you guys obviously have to become very close. You need a camaraderie between the four of you to make this work. Oh yeah, and that is the you know that's the actually the comment that I've gotten the most this season is the um, the group of guys that we have. We have a chemistry unlike 
I've had with any other guys that I've done the show with. We have just clicked on levels of, uh, we became instant friends when we started rehearsals. One of the guys, the guy that plays Bob Gaudio, Eric Chambliss, I did it with him the last tour that we did, but the other guys were new, but we, we brought them in with open arms and we, we have a great chemistry. And, and I've heard that from people, from audiences, they're saying, you guys just look like you really like each other up on stage and you, you see those relationships and it, and it breaks your heart when they leave, you know what I mean? And spoiler alert, um, but, but, you know, <laughs> right. that, that's what I think keeps this show going is the, the, the group of four guys and the chemistry they have. So I think we have that, and you're absolutely right. It's, it's all about and, them. And, and I know you're married and whatever. I mean, does, it, does your wife, Taryn, is she with you? Does she, you know, does she travel with you, or, or there's a home base? I mean, how tough is the life on the road, or is it a fun life? Because you guys maybe are, spend some time together. Well, I mean, it's a little bit of both. You know, my wife, Taryn, actually travels with me, and she is, uh, you know, a part of my daily tour life. It's, it's the something that makes me happy and healthy on the road. And I, and you know, we do have great times, you know, here on the road, but you know, traveling is, is tough doing the show stuff. But I mean, we, we, we love it. We, we genuinely love life on the road and we love seeing all the different cu- cultures around the United States. And we even went down to Mexico last, last season. So we, we love bringing it and, and seeing all these different places. It's, it's been amazing, honestly, but, but there's, it's, 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 too, you know, <laughs> And as soon as, and, and when you get here, I got to ask because you know where, where are you going for pizza? I mean, I'm a Blue Mail Naughties guy, but where, where are you going to take everybody, John? I mean, that's exactly where I'm going. I mean, I, I've asked Eric Chambliss. He's from the uh, Chicago area, and that's where he's like, we got to go to Luminati. Like, we got to go there. Like, that's the place we got to go. So, and you know that down the street is Garrett's Popcorn with the caramel corn cheese corn mix, right? Oh man, that's what you know. My wife here, and that's what one of her favorite things. So she, I think, she's more excited for the Garrett's Popcorn than anything else. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what we got to get. I just got to make sure everybody's... Catch the Cubs game, too. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you get time, exactly. And or go see your former Jersey Boy colleague, Michael Cuneo. He's playing in Teatro Zinzani, uh, which is also Absolutely. just... I got to check that the out. Street. You got it. Well, I just want to encourage everybody to check out the Jersey Boys, May 3rd through 8th. That's a short run, man. Is it, is it short everywhere you go? We're only getting it for like five days. I know, I know. I wish we were there a little bit longer. That's how these, these tours have been going. You know, Jersey, Jersey Boys has been around for a long time, so that's what we're doing now. We're doing these week sit-downs instead of, like, the month. I wish we were there for longer, but, yeah, unfortunately, just there for a week. Maybe longer next time. <laughs> All right, well, Cadillac Palace Theater, which is just an amazing theater. I can't wait to watch it, man. It's one of my favorite shows, and I love that role, and I have no doubt you are going to be the best Frankie Valley I've ever seen. So welcome back to Chicago. My best to Taryn. Get a dog and enjoy yourself <laughs> with Jersey Boys <laughs> in so Chicago. Much. Everybody can get tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. Don't miss it. You only got five days, May 3rd through May 8th. Thank you, John Hacker. Thank you so much. Well, if you want to know more about what we've talked about here, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Paul Lisnick. That's P-A-U-L-L-I-S-N-E-K. And I'd love to hear your comments or topic suggestions for future podcasts. You can also go to my website, paullisnick.tv. And hey, don't forget to hit subscribe on WGN Plus and iTunes. And tune in each week to hear more Insider Scoop coming to you from behind the curtain.